Good afternoon and welcome back Cardinal community. Happy Friday. Today I have the esteemed pleasure to be having a conversation with our new literacy facilitator, Amanda Culver. Ms. Culver, how are you today? I'm doing great. Happy it's Friday. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> End of the day on Friday, wrapping things up. It's been a it's been a hot one in the building the last couple of days. So thank you for all of the Cardinal community for uh, bearing through the the humidity both inside and outside of the building. So we're, we've almost made it, and we'll be able to celebrate uh, with the weekend. Um, so Amanda, if you'll go ahead and just kind of first tell us a little bit about your professional journey and what brought you here to, as a literacy facilitator at Southport Middle School. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've been working in Perry Township. I think this is my 12th year now. Um, so I've been around the district for a little while. Most of my time started out at Southport Elementary. Um, so I taught first grade there for a long time. I was a mentor, um, really enjoyed being on the leadership team. And that kind of brought me into deciding to be a master teacher. Um, I think the biggest trend in my career has been everything I thought I would never want to do. I <laughs> found eventually I want to go and do. So, um, well, going back all through college, I thought I wanted to teach middle school. Um, I really liked the older kids. Mm -hmm. I have an elementary ed degree, but I really was looking at like fifth and sixth grade. Yeah. Um, my first year of teaching was not in this town, and it was in a K-8 building that I really enjoyed working with. But student teaching threw me into kindergarten and I thought I would hate it and I fell in love. So I lived in the K-1 world for a long time. Um, really fell in love with that age group and just molding their minds and creating them into new little independent people. Um, so after Southport, I moved over to Jeremiah Gray Kindergarten. Mm -hmm. I was a master teacher there for a little while. Really fell in love with coaching after never thinking I would leave the classroom. Um, and then after thinking I would coach forever, I had a kid and decided to pull back a little. Yeah. So the last two years I've been a, an interventionist or now a facilitator, yeah. just kind of looking for a little less homework at home, um, but still finding new ways to just stay engaged and love what we do. Yeah, that, that's awesome. That's quite the journey. You've had uh, quite the experience with being a teacher, a, a mentor teacher, a master teacher, and working at different grade levels and things. And I know your last job before here was at Jeremiah Gray Kindergarten Academy, right? And, mm -hmm. and I know when we swooped you up, I know uh, Laura Hansel, who's the principal, and Jackie Miller, who's, who was a master teacher here for a long time, they were not very happy that we swooped mm -hmm. you up. So, uh, but we're glad to have you here and everything. So I uh, appreciate you being here with us. Um, so you kind of talked about how you always wanted to do middle school and then kind of fell in love with the uh, kindergarten and elementary world. So what have you enjoyed so far about middle school, uh, you know, specifically here at SMS? Um, initially, just seeing the faces of all the kids that I previously had, yeah. um, you know, eight, almost 10 years later, it's so cool. Half of them, you know, I noticed right away, they still have a little bit of their baby face. And then there have <laughs> been a couple kids that have come up to me and said, are you Mrs. Culver? And I'm like, yeah, remind me your name because some of them I can't place. And then I feel sure. kind of bad, but it's just wild to see how much they've grown up. Yeah, they, grow, they become unrecognizable a little yes. bit. Probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, there are two twins here that I had. I had um, Evan yeah. Kornikovich, uh -huh. Evan, and then his brother. Uh, his brother is two full feet taller than him right now, but <laughs> yes. they are identical twins. So yep. it took me about a month to decide if it was really the twins or not until I saw them <laughs> standing side by side. Yep. 
Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's cool that you get that experience to, to see them grow and have an opportunity to see some of your old students and then bond with a lot of new students here as well. So, yeah. so you mentioned earlier you took a step back for a few years uh, for family, right? So mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about your family life and what, what keeps you centered outside of school. Um, so I have a husband, a two-year-old daughter named Austin, and then two dogs. So, nice. um, you know, after she was born, I just found myself wanting to spend more and more time with her and really being present in those moments. And then I, I found it hard at that time to not constantly in the back of my mind still be thinking about work. Um, so I think right now I've really just practiced like turning off. Yeah. Um, and I've been able to enjoy getting out every weekend and we really are pretty active. She's two, so she likes to run around and not sit still. So we spend a, pretty much every Saturday morning at a farmer's market we go to the zoo a lot. We take her downtown all the time and play at playgrounds, hit the garage, go to pens. Um, she's definitely a, a child of the world. And yeah. We try to travel as often as we can. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, you know, our theme for the year is SMS is the best and the S is for self-care. So I always stress that, you know, we got to make sure we're taking care of our loved ones outside of school and going to do all those fun things and not, we, you know, when we leave here, not taking everything with us. So it's great that you found the uh, you know, some nice roles that have enabled you to do that and you feel good about uh, where you're at both here during school hours and then outside of school hours, you guys take full advantage of that time. So so that's awesome. Um, well, this is uh, the, the fun part of the interview. So we always ask for a fun middle school story or fun, embarrassing, whatever. So if you can think back to your middle school days, we all have those fun stories. Any fun stories you have that you can think of from back those back in those days? Uh, so I knew you were going to ask this one, and the more and more I thought about it, the same memory kept coming to mind. Nice. And I feel like it's one that just reminds me every time I look around at these kids how weird we all really were back in middle school. <laughs> yes. Um, even when we thought we were cool, looking back, it's a really odd thing to like, yep. share. Uh, so in the start of eighth grade, one of the biggest things that s- stood out to me is I feel like we went from the insecure sixth and seventh graders um to really just being super confident by eighth grade i feel like we definitely see that with our kids so um the confident excited ready to take over the school kids we were back then before uniforms were in place uh we decided that we would designate our own themed week for the first week of school to celebrate going back so um for whatever reason i have memories of I feel like we started with like matching t-shirts and things that would not be a big deal. Yeah. And then I have a... <laughs> uh, okay, so I know we had like matching t-shirts one one day, which yeah. seems kind of appropriate and not too <laughs> weird. And then I distinctly remember dressing like a cowgirl okay. um, on a different day. And I don't remember what else, but there were definitely times looking back where I was probably the only kid in a classroom dressed like a cowgirl <laughs> thinking that we were super cool as eighth graders that just wanted to make the first week back a little more fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that's good stuff. Yeah. I'm, I remember uh, fashion back in those days was uh, very interesting. I remember when I was in seventh grade, I thought Jinko jeans were cool. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you're right. We all were kind of awkward and thought certain things were cool in different ways. So, uh, so yeah, well, thanks for sharing that.
Yeah, I appreciate that. Well, I know, like we said before, you've had a, a lot of different experiences in, in your educational journey and professional journey and everything. Do you have any uh, any advice for new teachers, new staff as they've uh, they've embarked on this? I know it's hard to believe we're in week five now, uh, oh but any, any kind of advice you'd give to our, our teachers here at SMS this year? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the biggest thing that I always try and think of, um, especially being back in the classroom now and definitely working with this age group, is just trying to really remember to keep it fun. You know, yeah. remember why you started, what you love about teaching. And um, I was talking with Travis the other day about a book that we both read yeah. about teaching and education. And the biggest thing that stood out for me in the book was this idea of, could you sell tickets to your class? Yeah. If kids didn't have to be here every day, would they choose to come? Would they line up outside your door to get in? Yeah. And I just think that's always something that's been on my mind as I plan lessons and as I think about showing up on the hard days. like. If kids didn't have to be here, would they want to be here with you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that advice. I think keeping things fun, you know, obviously we want, we want to hit the, hit the standards and hit what we want to get see kids grow. But if we don't make it fun and engaging and exciting, then none of that's going to be able to happen, right? So mm -hmm. I, I think that's great advice to, uh, to, to make sure it's fun for, for our students and for us and to, to just keep coming back to, to keep things engaged and make this a great place to be for, for everybody. So that's mm -hmm. great advice. Well, my last question is kind of what are you looking forward to this year as we continue? Like I said, it's, we're already wrapping up week five. Uh, what else are you looking forward to as we continue to move through the year? Um, I just can't wait to see kind of the changes in kids. I've been able to really get in with my groups and start pulling them for a week or two now. So I think we're starting to get the ball rolling. I'm yeah. starting to build some trust. Um, we just did our first progress monitoring. So uh, we'll be able to circle back and start doing some data tracking. And yeah. I think I've got kids who are very confident that they know they need my help. Yeah. And then others I'm still trying to convince. But I'm excited to see how they kind of start to own their learning and grow for the first time a lot of those kids have been stagnant in their SRI and in their their reading abilities sure. for a long time so yeah. I'm hoping I can kind of give them a kick and a boost to yeah get them back on track yeah so so Amanda was in middle school she was a cowgirl apparently <laughs> but uh but now now as she's teaching in middle school she's a pioneer <laughs> more so because she's pioneering a new foundational literacy program for us so and she's pushing into some of our classrooms and then pulling students out to work with them on on phonics and other reading skills and things to kind of get them back up to grade level and push them in that way so uh we really appreciate having you on amanda appreciate the work you've done so far with us and looking forward to the great things continuing to happen here all thank right you. yeah have a great day you too all right thank you see you cardinal community we'll see you next time